Welcome to the Infinite Love Podcast, a place where we talk about the power of love and its creative expression in our lives. We talk about all things related to growth, positivity, and kindness. And I am your host, Corinne Kamara. Hello, and welcome to episode 59, Falling in Love with Humanity. Juan Lee is a transformational speaker, thought leader, in reimagining the power of love. The founder and executive director of Clear Journey, a nonprofit that provides guidance to teens and young adults in financial education and the attitudes for success. For over 30 years, he has studied organized religion to find the elements that unite humanity and share the message with those who need it. Based outside of Washington, D.C., Juan has had many career experiences, including serving in the U.S. Air Force and now author of Love Made Simple. In today's powerful episode, Juan talks about the power of love as an action through sacrifice and giving to others. We talk about love being an attitude of investment towards others. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Love podcast. Today, I have a wonderful guest, Juan. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So I want to start out the podcast asking you what your love story is. When did you fall in love with your life, with yourself, and how did that lead you into the work and the person that you are now? Oh, that's a big packed up question there. Um, um, actually my love story started, um, when I really began, I joined the military. Um, that was when my eyes became open to understanding what love was and how to observe love and to apply love. Um, It really was something that I had heard about. I had been in um, religion all my life, in church all my life, and I had heard about love. And that was basically the only place that you hear about it. You know, you, 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 you get some inferencing about it in your family and life and stuff, but that was the only place that you heard it, about it. And I found it to be a little bit empty, so to speak, because it didn't have any action on my part. It was nothing that I could do to, um, to, to actualize it. I, never, I couldn't actualize it. But when I went into the military, um, I began to take those concepts that I had heard and see them in my daily operations in the military. And it was like, wow, because I came to the the realization that love requires a sacrifice. And I was around a group of people that had basically decided to sacrifice their lives 
for the sake of someone else, for the nation. That's the message that began to open my eyes to what love really is. The actions, it's easy to say I love you, but it's another thing to put everything you have in that and sacrifice for the sake of someone else. That's love. And that was when I began to find the ways to apply it. Because it all came down to attitude. Came down to attitudes. And then as it came together as a group, it came down to having the same or the, the proper attitude to reach the proper outcome. Our, our objective was to defend the United States of America. We all had that same common goal with the right attitude that would bring us to the same outcomes. That was the results. That's, that's our history in this country. I mean, in this day and time, that system works. And it's motivated because we all have the same common interests. We put all of our, all of our abilities, our skills, our, everybody is different, but we all come together and we become one. And that's love. That's the implementation and application of love when we all come together with the same goal for the same purpose which everybody then benefits from. So that was, that was where I began to implement my story. And I guess to set that story a little bit into context, I um, went into the military as a result of being very hopeless. I was lost. I was hope, I, I had an undiagnosed learning disability. So my whole academic life was being compared and not measuring up. And I was frustrated. I was confused. I had no ideas as to what I needed to do. I didn't have any um, hope in life. And I joined the military just to survive. And that's where my life story began. Um, because up until then, low self-esteem, everything. And it wasn't until I began to see love in action that I could begin to see myself having value and begin right. to and begin to act out on those values that only I could do because I was unique. I was an original and I had value. I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about the military in terms of love. So it's quite fascinating. I mean, my brother was in the military. Well, he was in the Navy. Um, That's the military. Okay, that's the military. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
but and I have a friend, a few friends that have been too, but they never talk about it like that. So it's really beautiful to hear your perspective on how you discovered love through the military. Because I don't think many like pedestrians that are outside of that world would equate the military with love. Well, and because and, and this is the thing that's very interesting because we hold those that have served in the military a very high esteem, but we don't really understand. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, a lot of us who even in the military don't even understand. Because like I said, I was going into it just to survive. And it wasn't until my life met the military that love exploded in me, mm -hmm. that it really opened my eyes to understand what love really, how you see it, how you apply it, how it, we live under an umbrella of men and women who demonstrate love every day in the military. Mm -hmm. That's that umbrella because they're willing to put their lives on the line, their sacrifice so that we can experience this, which we call, in your case, the California life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which I'm very, very grateful for all the military people that protect us and create this well i mean but the concept and, and i don't and i, and I think I, and I say this i tell this story to so many people and i think you know it's like you said it's kind of difficult to think the military is an institution of love it's right. something it's the concept though mm -hmm. it's the systems that they include that they encompass that makes you have to understand that there is no greater natural sacrifice than to give your life for someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's the agreement that each and every service person makes with their country, their nation. Is that they're saying that for the sake of this country, I'll give my all for it. That's love. It's a sacrifice, it's a giving. And there lies a different, it's a whole nother story when we begin to look at love as to this degree where we understand it's within each and every one of us to give that same love back to one another. It's, it's, not, it's not necessarily easy, but it's understandable. Mm -hmm. It should be understandable that we are all in this thing together. Right. We're all one. And how did you, so after you left the military, how did that attitude and that concept manifest in your, in your life? You know, it's very interesting um, because I, up until I went into the military, um, I had no value. And I mean, I was, I was very hopeless, but when I came out, I had all of this energy, had all of this insight and it wasn't very reciprocated. It wasn't reciprocated in, in normal world, in the world, normal life. I had been accustomed to something that was very, it was give oriented. It was sacrificial. It was being of a sacrificing sense. And it was not something that, I mean, I applied in every area of my life. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just that it was just very different 
that it wasn't reciprocated. It wasn't something that people, and it's amazing how people, and now we're getting into the love story, my love story. And that is the fact that people weren't getting and seeing the same things that I was seeing from my view, from my perspective. And it was, a, it was my perspective was a very um, unusual or not common sense, so to speak, but it's very obvious to me. We're in this thing together called life. It's bigger than just the military. It's life. And there all of us are in this thing called life having the same objective. We're running around thinking about purpose and we have but one. And one purpose is to sustain humanity. We're just a we're just a part in this big picture called humanity and we just are here for a particular space and time to extend or pretend or to to protect and and move humanity into the next generation for the next generation we're in our time to invest into humanity and that's our portion our love for humanity is that something that we all have in common that's been my my uh, experience is that a lot of people just don't understand that no I feel like most people are in their own emotional pain around whatever's happening or happened in their life and they have a hard time thinking outside the box and it's amazing though because guess what I'm thinking I'm a person who has an undiagnosed learning disability until I was 37 years old and one of the most powerful things that I realized is that once we know value, have value, then we take our attention off of ourselves. Right. And we spend it on giving that value to others. others. Yeah. We give that value to others, bringing fulfillment to ourselves and keeping the focus off of us. Mm-hmm. See, we, we, it was all about me, 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 my, my, my. It was like, why wasn't I? It was like making everything about me and it wasn't about me. It's not about, see, this is one of the bigger lessons. It's not about what I don't have. It's about what, how I use what I do have. In this life experience, it's maximizing what I do have. And that was one of the bigger lessons that I learned in the military was the fact is, is that everybody was at different levels. Everybody had different stories. Everybody had different reasons, but when we came together and give our all, gave our portion, it was enough. And that was where I began to find my confidence in the fact that it was enough. It was sufficient. And here's the thing, it was necessary. People needed me. That made me feel good. That made me gain fulfillment because what I had was someone else needed it takes the focus off of me and what I don't have and what I'm lacking in or so to speak yeah, and make me stand tall in who I am and what I have to offer. Powerful. Yeah. Being of service is everything. Being able to give to others is everything. And that's the definition of love. That's it. It's the system for life. And once we figure it out, we get it. We can't fail. 
we can't fail. We hold the ticket, we hold the, the key to this life success, mm -hmm. this journey, this experience. We hold it. It's right within us. It's our abilities. It's our capacity to share that which we had. I love that. How, so how did you put all of that into words in, in terms of a book? And also, how did you use that? Because I know there's some, you, you were raised Christian, so you had a religious background. And many people think of God as love, right? And... Mm -hmm but you wrote a book about love is simple. So I'd love to hear like what, how you brought your own divinity into the work that you do into the book that you wrote. Here's the thing that I had to, I realized that it was confusion. And I think religion had the, the, the part of the confusion that made it difficult and it makes it difficult for us to understand love. What I did is I subtracted, I, 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 I removed love from religion. And basically what I did is removed God from religion mm -hmm. and made God and love be the synonymous. It stands alone and love being the actions of God, separating the, 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 the business side of it, religion, taking religion away from it and beginning so that you can begin to see the purest and the, and the encompassing um, inclusion of love, universality. It made love universal mm -hmm. because religions make divide God. They divide them into their little part. Everybody has their own impression or interpretation, but love is genuine and it's sincere and it's true across the board. Now, there are some people who think when they say, now understand love is an action, it's an attitude. And those actions and attitudes can be misconstrued and also can be misdemonstrated because you can love to do some ugly things. You can love to do some ugly things, but the love for humanity really allows us to look, take other people's best interests in mind. And when their best interest is not in mind, then that's a skewed and very perver a perversive, my word is um, perverted mm -hmm. example of love because it's not selfish. Yeah. And so we've really got to understand that there's a lot of ways that people are using it and it's giving missed messages that makes things confusing. So when you think about love, we really have to think about it as something that's beneficial for all. You giving it away, but it benefits all. That's the love for humanity. It pushes humanity down the road to the next generation, investing into someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how all of this came to be in terms of um, investing in humanity. But then I would ask this question. I mean, I think maybe the viewers might have this question, but I think it's easier 
to say I want to love all these people, invest in humanity, but then day to day somebody cuts you off in the car, you're like your husband or wife is upsetting you, like your coworkers are annoying you. Like so how do you help people get to the day to day of what they're feeling moment to moment cuz I feel like that's where the trickiness is. Like whenever I say I want to dec- I want to love everyone then something crazy happens and I feel like life is like you want to be a loving person, look what just happened. How are you going to react? You know, that's a real good question. I think that's where the rubber meets the road. Right. Love has three characteristics and I'm going to sum it up with your answer for the last one of the the last characteristic and it's the one that takes you over the edge. And, and makes that and gives you that answer. But I'm going to give you all three of the characteristics of love. First of all, love is a chameleon. A chameleon blends in, fits in, adapts, and it really takes on whatever the circumstances are that they're being in front, that they're confronting. And they do it with the benefit of success for everybody. That's what the chameleon does. It makes sure that it's not going to just stand out from the crowd, from the crowd, it's going to blend in and be a part of. So that means that I'm going to adapt, okay? And then the other one is that it's a conduit. It connects us one to another. It allows us to give and take and receive and 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 give simultaneously and all at once without any thought of any kind of mischief, you know? I don't have any agendas in there. It's just that I have you, you need me, and together we're going to be, we're gonna be able to do this. And here's the answer. The third one is the answer to your question. It's that it's a choice. Hmm. It's a choice. When they cut you off in front of you driving down the street, it's a choice. When your wife or your husband gets on your last nerve, it's a choice. Been married 26 years, 25 years, 20 some odd years. <laughs> okay, don't let my wife know about this. <laughs> 20 some odd years, we just had a 24th anniversary in August. Okay, I got it right. Okay. I think, <laughs> but it's a choice. And we have to always be conscious of the fact that we want to choose to love. Mm-hmm. It's a consciousness. It's a the love is a list of attitudes that keep us in the space to love, to show love, to demonstrate love. There are so many parts to this so that love will prevail. See, Love never fails, but the fact is, is that we've got to make it not fail. We've got to put, we've got to decide that it doesn't fail. See, there's nothing different between my marriage and the marriage that didn't last two weeks, other than the choice that I wasn't going to fail, that we was not going to fail. Now, it takes two people in marriage to decide that, right? because you can't do it by yourself, Okay. But the choice here is that two people decide to they choose not to fail. We go into a prenuptial agreement with a, in a marriage and you go like, mm, 
those are the wrong steps to start. <laughs> okay. But I gotta protect my money. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That this ain't about you and yours. It's about right. you in it for the wrong reason. Right. I yeah. And so and so if 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 you don't know that you are choosing love mm-hmm. above all, it's a choice that we're gonna act in line with love. That means I'm gonna demonstrate to that one that I love over and over and over and over and over and over. Can I say over and over again? (laughs) Well, I, you know, I think in terms of relationships, if both parties are not madly in love with themselves and understand what love is, I find it to be difficult Um, because if you don't understand how to love or what love means, then how can you agree to be something that you don't know what it is. And therein lies the beginning fault in most marriages because you don't know that you're entering into an institution that is not about you. Mm-hmm. If you because it's nothing but sacrifice. It's nothing but sacrifice. And that's what love is. It's day-to-day sacrifice. And if you're not, and if when you get to the point where you get tired of sacrificing, then you 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 decided that that wasn't enough. That, that was the agreement. That's the institution. It's about continual sacrifice. You you gotta understand self and be willing to understand what you've just committed yourself to, an institution of sacrifice. And I think most people go into relationships wanting the other person to fulfill them and that i mean i've done that it's been it's a it was an interesting painful lesson yeah Yeah. and the thing about it is is that fulfillment comes from giving not from receiving truth yeah yeah but it's a it's a mind shift and a heart shift and an attitude shift, which you already mentioned, because if you're somebody that's has a pain, you're operating from a place of fear and pain, then the concept of giving is so outside of your purview. You just don't even think about it because. Absolutely. So... And that's why the first things that we have to do is we got to work on self. Yeah. See, because if you don't know self, you can't give self. Right. You can't love self if you don't know self. You got to be willing to turn back and flip the cover up and go, wow, that, that I'm going to share. I haven't shared this with you, but one of the first things that I wanted to know was about me when love came into when I really, really, because it me, it was like, show me me. Yeah. I need to understand who I am, why I do what I did, because I'm affecting other people. I'm, I'm, I'm interacting with other people based on who I am. And when I began to change the way I saw myself, because, you know, hanging my head down was a normal, trying to duck and dodge, trying to hide. One of the things I talk about in the book is that if I had a ghost, my learning disability was a ghost and I was ashamed of it. And I was doing everything I could to duck and dodge it trying to cover it up. And what the military showed me was that you can't hide, bro. You can't hide. 
We know everything about you, and guess what? We're going to show it all. We're going to lay it all out on the table. And I was like, I realized then that it was for my benefit. Yeah. We try to hide stuff, spend more energy trying to hide our, our things that people you, we think people don't realize, don't know. But in actuality, it shows up in our attitudes. Yes. Yeah. It shows up in our attitude and our actions, our reactions. And we think we're trying to hide it. We're not. People, people see it. We just might not have a name for it, mm -hmm. but we see it. Everybody sees it. Mm -hmm. But we, we spend energy and time trying to cover it up. It was so liberating. And I, didn't have, I had no idea that they were going to do this to me. But it was so liberating when he threw when they threw my learning disability out on the table and said, look, you're going to go to a, a reading comprehension class every day or three times a week until you pass this test that you failed. It took me a year to pass that test. Oh, wow. Took me a year to pass that test. But you passed it. I didn't give up. Yeah. One of one of the seven attitudes is tenacity. Mm -hmm. That was love. I needed to pass the test. I kept going. I kept going. I kept going. And it's so very interesting because it wasn't. Now this was that I was 19 years old. I was 37 before I was diagnosed with a learning disability. That was um, my learning disability is a memory disability. And so what it does is I have a short-term memory deficiency. And the test that I was passed, had to pass, was a comprehension test. Mm -hmm. Had no idea what my struggle was for day, week, month after month. I kept on, I kept on, I kept on, and I finally got it. I finally passed it. But it was against a ghost and a gust, all odds. Here I am, I'm fighting against something that I don't know that it's actually the thing that's telling that I don't have. I mean, I'm, I'm missing this part that I'm needing. And I just didn't give up. That's amazing. Powerful. So let's um, get into the infinite love questions. So my first question is, how do you express love in your work? Hmm. Through actions. It's through what it's, it's through my consideration for others. My whole desire is to give. That's it right now. I mean, at this point in time in my life, I'm a transformational speaker a thought leader in love and I'm a all I want to do is give that's cool I love that it's beautiful okay my second question where has forgiveness brought more love into your life at, at every point when we don't realize we've talked about this often I mean we've already talked about this and it's it's Forgiveness is on my part to understand 
that people who are offending me or are having a different opinion about me is the fact that they don't understand love. And that allows me to forgive whatever the thing is that they've done against me. So it doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't matter what someone does to me, what someone says to me, what someone has an uh, opinion of me that's negative or anything like I live in this place that wherever I am, I'm content. And that's a that's a beautiful space to be in. It is. Because when people come at me or attack me, they're attacking my position. I I'm not taking this stuff personal. Mm -hmm. I don't take things personal anymore. What is the most compassionate act someone has done for you? I can't, I can't share this enough. Um, I, I, I grew up never thinking that I was, that I would get married because I didn't think I had anything to offer. And so my wife by far is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me has shown me love is taking this brokenness and accepted me for who I am and connected herself to me. I can't think of a greater love than that. Oh, that made me teary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what do you love most about your life? The thing I love most about my life is that I'm in a position to give it and invest it into the next generation and next in the next generation into humanity. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, my my intent for my goal, we don't have it, my wife and I don't have any children. Mm -hmm. And is to leave a mark, to make a difference. Um and that's, this is where I am right now, um, is to give everything I got, leave it all on the table. Yeah. Nice. How do you feel you receive love? An opportunity. Just, just being in this is for me receiving love, an opportunity for me to share this message of love is love, I receive it. I thank you for it. It's an opportunity to share what I have with others. Uh, with others. It is the greatest feeling of love. I mean, it's, remember when I told you that fulfillment? Mm -hmm. This is the fulfillment of love. For me, is to share love, to give it. And so when I get this opportunity to connect with others, there's no greater feeling for me. Yay. Okay, my last question. Where has love created a miracle in your life? 
you get the picture real big, my picture real big. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm it. I'm it. I'm demonstration of love in action. That's been the biggest, biggest thing for me is for me to be in this space. I'm going to tell you, I, in my book, the book, the subtitle is, is the guide to inner peace, contentment and success. There's nothing like peace, contentment with all my needs met. Because that's basically success is, is the right attitude, the right space in your mind, that clarity. Um, the sooner you get it, life takes on a whole different perspective. Mm -hmm. This thing called love is the system for life's success. And if we all can include, I mean, just to engage love, everything changes. Our attitudes towards one another changes. Everybody looks at each other, seeing their part as being just as important as our, as mine or yours. You know, I was, the pandemic has been an example that if we could have only seen how much value everybody has and begin to consider everyone, we could be a whole lot further along with this thing than we are. Yeah. We've got to live a life of selflessness instead of being selfish. And love, love gives us that ability mm -hmm. to, to, to solve so many of our problems when the solutions are right next to us, right beside us, in many cases, our neighbors, yeah. you know? It's, 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 um, it's amazing. This is, this is a, I don't see it getting any better. I mean, love doesn't get any better. <laughs> well, it's the most universally, it's the highest frequency. And I had a friend tell me, you know, about, you know, specifically about success, which is what you mentioned, which I think is important because a lot of people equate success with money and fame and popularity and appearance and all those things. And she was like, well, when you, when you die, you can't take any of that with you, but you can take your love and you can take that energy and you could take that with you as your, because it's part of your soul's evolution. So that's something that you can take with you. You, you, you have to be able to engage that now though. Right. Exactly. You have to be able. You have to be able to engage it now. If you don't engage it now, you you, you have no. That statement is very difficult for people to comprehend mm -hmm. if they don't have any experience with it. It's right now. Mm -hmm. It's right now, and that's what I'm on a crusade to do: is to share people with the most powerful. If you're talking about it, never fails. It doesn't matter what your situation is or your circumstances. We're talking about attitudes that position you in a way in which your circumstances is beneficial. Yeah. I love that. You hold the key to your outcomes. By, by changing your attitude and coming from a place of love. And this is what the infinite love podcast is all about. 
Was it worth getting up at eight o'clock? Uh, yeah. So I, I got up earlier, but yes, yes, I am what I would consider an afternoon person. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Yeah, it's nighttime here when you're getting up. I get it. <laughs> but I, it was worth every second to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much. How can people find your book? Connect with you. Um, learn about who you are and how they can get more information from you? Well, first and foremost, you can go to my website. It's juanleetherauthor.com. Um, the book's ebook is on there. By all means, feel free to pick that book up there on this website. Or you can go to Amazon, get the hard copy or the paperback book. Um, I will be um, launching probably in the next quarter a, um, a course. And it's basically talking about navigating life through love, using love. Nice. Beautiful. And it's going to give us some practical applications of how to implement um, love in your life and be able to get that type of result, that love never failing results. Hopefully that will be out um, in the next, the final quarter of this year. Um, okay. I'm hoping that it'll be out sometime before Christmas. <laughs> okay. We'll be on the lookout for that. Um, but also if you want to reach, I have a newsletter, you can reach out to me by just sending me an email at info at wanleetheauthor.com and I can send you a uh, newsletter, um, where it's about confidence. Um, and so, uh, also I'm on Facebook at Juan Lee, um, author, um, at, uh, I'm on, uh, Instagram at Juan Lee author. I'm on, um, what is that? Twitter at um love made simple and i'm also on instagram did i say instagram yeah are you on tiktok no 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 i'm not tiktoking but i am on clubhouse oh yeah clubhouse okay cool i'm on a clubhouse you can come on and talk in clubhouse we're gonna hopefully i'm gonna set up a, a room on clubhouse uh, oh, soon okay. so we can really talk about life because that's ultimately what love is all about yeah it's about life it is. it's about a successful life experience yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a powerful, amazing conversation. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm sending you so much love and have a beautiful day. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, and by the way, I needed to throw in there. Did I tell you I have a nonprofit called non uh, Clear Journey? No. Clear Journey. Um, if you want anything that you purchase from me, we'll support the, the nonprofit. We uh, teach teenagers and young adults um, the attitudes for life. Okay. Nice. Uh, so that's everything, everything, everything that you support me with goes right back to the, the, the nonprofit um, to, to, to facilitate the, the mission. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and tune in on Tuesdays for new episodes. For more information about me, please follow me on Instagram at Corinne J. Camara and my website, CorinneCamara.com. Sending you lots of infinite love.